Sean. If Les Miles beats everybody but Alabama, I think he stays. Creel. Fuck Jolly Ranchers and <laughs> fuck Sour Apple. Hankins. Jesus Christ. We're going to lose this game. We're going to lose a game Not from it. 2007. Somehow, we're going to blow this. Thought a flag. Tell him thought a flag. Damn, these are some good sun chips. I should buy these more often. Uh, Florida? 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 Now my daddy, my daddy coached the Dolphins. I don't know if I really like sushi or if I really like soy sauce. Ever heard of that Panther fan who growls in the YouTube video? Hey, Saban, what about this? Episode 60, I think, of Throw the Flag, football. <laughs> you know what happens in nine more, hey, baby. Yo. I got my da got my da If you have a loved one in a city in Central California, what would you call it? Uh, San Jose, Ian. San Francisco Bay. Sacramento. <laughs> oh. I don't want to laugh at this. I don't laugh at this. God damn it! What is? I must be. I'm gonna tell you, boys. I had some very good biscuits for breakfast. You must be having a bad day. And I must be on some sort of weird endorphin high. You're on a biscuit um, high because uh, I'm on a biscuit high. But hey, uh, speaking of biscuits, that really should not have gotten me to laugh. I have at a it. question: Is a biscuit a sandwich? No, a biscuit's a piece of bread. Neither is bread a sandwich <laughs> until you make a sandwich out of it. All right, but a sausage biscuit, is, Creel, is that a sandwich? I, I no, get where you're going biscuit. with this, Creel, and I would say no. That bread, um, baby. Give me that biscuit. I can't. I'm not going to go order a biscuit sandwich from anywhere. It's just not going to happen. I'm going to say, I, I, hell, I've had a longstanding argument about is it sausage biscuit or sausage and biscuit also. Oh, God. No, it's not it's, sausage and biscuit. It's no. sausage biscuit. Unless unless the meat's on the side, then it's sausage and biscuit. True, true. Like See, I grew up in a sausage and biscuit house, oh. and that has really, really wreaked havoc on my life. I've, not, I've been unaccepted by a lot of people because... Of the way I say sausage I and biscuit. And also, why. my mother couldn't pronounce the word sausage, also. She's all her life said sausage. One time she. Shout out mama, who doesn't listen to this? One time she ordered a Polish chachage at, <laughs> at Cafe. Old Heidelberg. At Old Heidelberg. <laughs> Bring me your finest Polish chachage. Uh, Money is not an object. <laughs> well, we're doing something new. In the off season, I'm just gonna say this was a Hankins idea. So if this flops, I'm ready to take it on the chin. This is a Hankins but if it's idea. A fucking hit. I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it flopping. Um, you know, it's it's the off season. People understand. We got to figure out new things to talk about. We can't, you know, talk about should pay, players be paid every single year. Obviously, that rating the coaches internationally sensational off season segment is an evergreen segment that's always gonna be uh, always gonna have something new to talk about. Um, this year we are introducing a five to six to seven week series of name TBD, where we, uh, take the best players from every team in the power five conferences and a couple other schools of the past 25, 26 years, which we have identified as when we started watching college football, we are, Identifying 1992 as the cutoff year. The greatest of all football years. (laughs) The greatest of all football years, where uh, the only criteria you have to meet is that you have had to started at least one game in the 1992 football season or later. So you couldn't have been a redshirt fresh. Well, you would have played anyway. You couldn't have been injured in your senior year. who, Who cares? Anyway. People get the point. So we are, we are actually – so what we're going to do is we're going to take uh, all of these conferences. Obviously, we're going to have five winners from every conference. We're going to pit those together. 
Uh, we're going to decide whether or not we want to make that a field of eight and get three... Uh, Wild cards. In I, there. I, I think we're going to have to take the five winners and then each of us pick one player we think should have also made it. Okay, gotcha. Perfect. So Perfect. To determine the hoss of hosses. The hoss of hosses. Ah, the hoss of hosses. Uh, this week we're going to start with the ACC, which was actually... I don't know what I was expecting. Uh, definitely a lot more, a lot, a lot better players than than I than I thought. I mean, you know the, um, and by the way, every conference that we're picking right now, these are teams that are currently in the conference, right? Not historical, like, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, Texas A&M is going to um, be in the SEC. SEC, SEC. It matters more. I couldn't believe. When I saw when I saw what everybody else had picked for Florida State, I could not believe the person who I didn't who didn't even dawn on who didn't even dawn on that's me happened to me too was Jameis Winston. Never even fucking I never Rapist even considered Winston. famous Jameis Winston. <laughs> famous <laughs> famous Jameis. <laughs> and I was even like, well, who was a great quarterback they had? I mean, clearly Charlie Ward, but I guess they really hadn't had it because I'm sure as hell not picking Danny Cannell. <laughs> well. Hankins, why don't you tell us how we have we have one representative that we did over a weekend of e-production meetings where Creel had to weather several emails and texts of me to mm-hmm, remind mm-hmm, him mm-hmm. to uh, after a while I was convinced you were just fucking with me. No. <laughs> I was just kind of busy so I didn't get my picks in so late. But man, Sean was on me for them picks. I was on I was on you. So, you know, there are going to be some... He's a real pick hound, that guy. Oh, Sean pick hound majors. He is a pee daddy. (laughs) That's what they call me. Pee daddy. So the way it works is uh, for every team in the current ACC, plus Notre Dame and Navy, we all picked, you know, two or three players that we thought were epitomized over the last 25 years, the best players at those schools. And so we'll and we're the sexiest also. Oh, of course, that was a big factor, and that's why Riley case. Skinner came yeah. in second for Wake Forest. <laughs> yeah, Hankins, I was I couldn't think of any Wake Forest best athletes, and then I was like, wait a second, I remember ten years ago, this dude at Wake Forest sent out like a dick pic profile. Yeah, let him see it, Riley. Let him see that big hog. And then I googled it, and it took like twenty minutes to finally find that picture, and it was worth it. Like, <laughs> did you search? Did you search silky Wake Forest penis? I wrote down Wake Forest quarterback <laughs> nude picture, and then I found out it was Riley Skinner. <laughs> emphasis on skin, because uh, he shows off that skin. This picture of this dude, he is like presenting himself. His arms are behind his back. So as He's Creel said, we, we like chose two 60, to three players for his, each his, for each school. And his penis and isn't erect what, either. It's what we did was weird. we took... It's like a glamour We basically shot. made it from a... I mean, he's like hanging eight, too. This guy is stacked. Yeah, I mean, it's nice, but it could it could have been better. Like he, he, he used and he's a, got an arrow pointing down that says, this is my center. Yeah, he could have used a fluffer or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's just me. If, if I was, Sean, you were saying yeah. something. I don't know. Sean, were you trying to get in on this dick talk? We, ch- we chose three players uh, from each school. Um, and, you know, obviously for each top pick uh, from each of us got three points. Number two got two. Three got one. And the lead point getter from each school was chosen as the representative from that school. Uh, for instance, we for Boston College, uh Hankins and I both chose Matt Ryan and Luke Kowalkaki Keekly. Keekly, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> as as Oh crying Luke Keekly. As number two. Where Creel chose Luke Keekly Keekly and Matt Ryan as 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 number two. So, so Matt Ryan worked, ended right. up getting the most points. Eight points, while yeah. Luke Keekly got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So that Matt Ryan was, was chosen as the representative. Right, right, right. For a large number of teams, like Clemson, Deshaun Watson was chosen as the unanimous right. uh, choice. All of them chose one, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, Sammy Watkins, of course, you know, got some number two votes, stuff like that. So without further ado... Give us the rundown. We'll give you a rundown mm-hmm. of every, every school's representative. Um... We've given you Matt Ryan. Uh, Deshaun Watson was a uh, was a unanimous choice for Clemson. Duke was tough. I named Grant Hill, Christian Leitner, and Bobby Hurley as uh, <laughs> all time greats, man. All time great football players from 
Um, I think I picked Kyrie Irving. You picked Kyrie Irving for number three. You actually chose a, a football player from Duke, Thaddeus Lewis. Uh, I could not name one. I have no idea who that is. After, a, I think the all-time passing leader. So David Cutcliffe molded him at and, Duke. and grew him. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Just at Duke. Um, so Thaddeus Lewis will be the representative from Duke. Not that it really matters. This segment, I did more research for this segment than anything I've done for any podcast, period. Well, that's good. And I still don't remember who Thaddeus Lewis is. He sounds like a, a, that's like a Civil War sort of name. I, I know the athlete is black. My so. dearest Penelope. Oh, yeah, Penelope. We are yeah, being faced by intruders from Wake Forest. Wait a second. Is this the Red? Demon Deacons are upon us. Oh. Coach Cutcliffe has put me into the shotgun. I am watching ever vigilantly to see if their middle linebacker is trying to disguise a blitz. I expect him to come through the A-gap, but it could be a flank side shuffle, my dearest Penelope. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Classic Civil War literature. From Florida State, Florida State was a little bit of, there's a little bit of controversy, A, because I... I understand that Warwick Dunn is a running back. Sure. I understand that Peter Warwick is a wide receiver. Right. I always get them confused. <laughs> right. Uh, Which one did you mean? Um, so Hankins chose Peter Warwick, Charlie Ward for his one and two. I chose Jameis Winston, Warwick, Winston. Warwick Dunn, and Peter Warwick <laughs> for my one, two, three. Creel chose Warwick Dunn, Peter Warwick, Chris Wenke. For, one, for, one, two, three. for yeah. his... Did one a fucking Heisman, didn't he? he Shit. Did. For he his, his, his one, two, three... Which means the overall winner. This is a, a barn with burner. Only five points. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But more than any other uh, Florida State uh, player uh, listed was work done. Yeah, this one was the. I was interested to see what would happen on this because Florida State was really the team of the 90s. So in the 90s, yeah. they had outstanding players. Uh, arguably, Peter Warwick, if he wouldn't have been suspended for two or three games uh, in the 99 season. He had an outside chance of winning the Heisman, but since he was suspended for two or three games for stealing some stuff from Dillard's, he didn't get to to shine through, although he was uh, magical against uh, Virginia Tech in the championship game. So it was interesting to see where everyone else thought of Florida State players in the 90s, and then they were dead essentially in the 2000s until Jameis came around, so... That one was definitely yeah. a hard one to pick. And, and Florida State had so many great defensive right. players, but in a thing like this, it's hard to pick defensive yeah, guys just because, it you is. know, just like the Heisman, is, it's tough. And for, for me, it messed me up because Dion missed the cut by a couple years because that he was did. the first guy that came to mind was prime, but he missed the cut. Yeah, and Warwick Dunn is one of those classy people. He uh, does a lot of work for Habitat, for humanity, and building homes for kids. In fact, Deshaun Watson uh, was one of the Habitat – recipients of Warwick Dunn's charity. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And for that yeah. reason, he should be disqualified, <laughs> and all of Clemson's wins should right. be stripped. it's an illegal benefit. And that gives us a title in 2016 as right. well. Right, and I want to do a shout-out to Warwick Dunn for not pimping himself like a lot of these charity people do nowadays, looking at you Iowa Hawkeyes. He does his charity, charity work on the side. Coming. He does on the side. He doesn't, you know, he doesn't want I, the headline. So. I was thinking about setting Krill up for that. But I realized I don't need to. He knows his bit, mm-hmm. and he's going to nail it. And he did. If you don't advertise your charity, mm-hmm. how do you increase awareness for other people to give to it? Like you just see like a house on the other side of the road. Like, wow, where'd that house come from? And then you walk over <laughs> there, and you're like, hey, why'd you build that house? And he's like, oh, I'm here. Uh, this so is my you charity. have to depend on people who are on their way to their job, the yeah. hospital, mm-hmm. grocery store. <laughs> Football to game. Do some investigative to reporting. To stop right. on the road, right. get out of their car, uh-huh. uh, walk up to a complete stranger's house. Yeah, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. that's and that's and that's only for uh, house-based houses. Charities. Like if you wanted, like a, if you were interested in if the homeless were getting some food, and like you could go there with food, or you could like just investigate. Be like, are people giving those homeless food? I mean, you can do one of those two things. Investigation. Investigation. Can I ask a quick question related to that, Krill? Okay. If you give a homeless person some food and they don't offer you a bite, is that wrong? Like, are you giving them, like, a, here's a pizza? Or, or are you, like, here's a. Like, here's a box of, of chicken. Is it, like, a sausage here's a box and biscuit? Of, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, a chicken and a biscuit. And a homeless guy's not like, hey, man, you want a piece of this? Is the homeless guy wrong for is that? There one biscuit or two? I don't think it's wrong. I think, I think you, uh, well, you take your bite and then you give the rest to him. Oh, okay. No, I, I think the bite okay. is implied. I'm with you. I'm with you. I so I, it is 
So, and uh, keep in mind that, you know, we are basing our choices for these schools solely on college. At least I am. Oh, so on this, co- this charity work doesn't cut it for you. I mean, the charity work doesn't cut it for me. It so does, that's why Rapist Winston was your number one pick. It does, yeah, all exactly. On the field is all that matters. Exactly. What it, happens in the sheets does not matter to you. It doesn't matter in the streets. It, oh. it doesn't matter, you know, what Matt Ryan does in the pros. Right. So if, if we were doing USC, but we went back to, like, the 1960s, O.J. Simpson, you'd be like, O.J. Simpson, the juice is loose. Uh, I would probably... I would have that to, juice. I would have to look at other players. O.J. Simpson would at least be in my top three. Gotcha, gotcha. Hey, uh, I'll fully admit, for some of these guys that, that didn't just jump out immediately at me, I did kind of go down the list and think, okay, this guy was – draft position was big for me. So that's sort of a, okay. an well, NFL metric trickling down. It's your prerogative. Yeah. Matt yeah. apparently always only cares about how many houses are built. <laughs> that you didn't tell anybody about. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. if you build a bunch of houses and was constantly running your fucking yap about yeah. it, you're out you're in Creel's mm-hmm. book, and I support that. Mm-hmm. San Francisco Bay. All right. <laughs> Let's get it, boys. Let's get this thing. Well, we have uh, – so um, Ed Reed was a unanimous choice for Miami. Lamar Jackson, unanimous for Louisville. That was my hardest school for sure. Miami was Oh, the Miami most was my hardest as well. Um, Calvin Johnson, unanimous for Georgia Tech. Uh, Julius Peppers, unanimous for North Carolina. Larry Fitzgerald, unanimous for Pittsburgh. Donovan McNabb, unanimous for Syracuse. Chris Long, unanimous for Virginia. Michael Vick, unanimous for Virginia Tech. W- Wake Forest doesn't matter. Uh, Philip Rivers. <laughs> Philip Rivers got eight points out of a possible nine in North Carolina State. Mario Williams was close. Um, and Nor- uh, Notre Dame was perhaps the most interesting for me. Because I initially put Lanai Kakua, Manta Teo's not girlfriend, uh-huh. that did not die of not cancer, as number two above two sport athlete Jeff Schmarzda, current oh, yeah, Chicago yeah, Cub, yeah, yeah, yeah. or at least yeah. former Chicago Cub. Mm-hmm. Um, I also put Golden Tate at number one, who did not make anybody else's chart. Hankins put Manti Teo's number three. Creel put Manti Teo's number one. So squeaking into the top spot as Notre Dame's representative is Manti Teo. Yeah, Manti Teo got a lot of awards. Like, going to that bowl game, like, he almost won the Heisman. That's how, like, yeah. head over he almost heels. Did. Everyone he won was the Heisman because of the special. He almost, almost. won the Heisman because almost. of the special. because that was his special. Manti Teo, yeah. the legend of Teo was so big oh. that I remember vividly Sean and I just um, in tears before the game thinking, well, there's no way we can beat Notre Dame because Manti Teo is apparently a Superman. And then he found out he didn't have a girlfriend, and that changed everything. But, yeah, no, he was – his legend is certainly the biggest of recent Notre Dame. And Notre Dame's weird because they had some success in the in the mid-'90s. Kevin McDonald was a very good quarterback there. Uh, Tommy Reese and then Brady Quinn, who I picked. But all those guys kind of blend together, and they ultimately didn't win anything. So I think that yeah. hurts them a lot, too. And, Creel, what was the year where – Notre Dame and there was some year where Notre Dame and Florida State tied or something like that. They ninety three had a one versus two game, which was the first ever like remote location for game day. Like they showed up in South Bend and oh wow, did like the live sort of get up that they do regular or every week now. That was in ninety three, so like the essentially like the the start of this window. So yeah, yeah. Well, so those are our representatives. Um, We basically seeded these players one to sixteen. Yeah. Uh, because we also chose, we had to have somebody to fill, we needed somebody to fill the gap in the 15. Notre Dame made it because they are, quote unquote, in the sort ACC, of, yeah. other places. Uh, we inserted Navy because they are an independent and they have they have no other conference. Um, and we chose Keenan Reynolds as the representative just because. Clearly. Clearly. So, yeah, um, they're regional. It's pretty much Maryland area. So yeah. That's, that's right there. Maryland, Virginia. So, without further ado, we are going to begin this tournament in the seedings. Tournament. Tournament. <laughs> What's the first round matchup? Who's first, our number one seed? First round matchup is Ed Reed for the Miami Hurricanes. Ah, oh, he's number one with a bullet. Playing yeah. Alfonso Smith from Wake Forest. Oh, I thought the, the penis guy was going to be Wake sure, Forest. Sure, Riley Skinner. Doesn't matter. Right, Riley right. Skinner. Okay. <laughs> He's playing both Alfonso Smith and Riley yeah. Skinner. I'm fine yeah, with two that. Two on one. <laughs> two on one. Uh, two Wake Forest teams. I, I, 
I think with, I mean, my God, Ed Reed. And they're going to have a literal pissing contest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ed Reed's career at Miami was incredible. Um, I don't see, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, but I, I don't, he could take on the entire Wake Forest team and still beat this. Absolutely. Uh, for Ed Reed, like Ed Reed is one of the few guys that I think of when I think of Miami football. And for that to be the case, that is incredible. That means you are the bona fide shit. He was like all the you stuff that still exists now. Ed Reed was the bridge between the old and the new. It, like he was a throwback Miami guy that brought them back to prominence. Miami was legitimately difficult for me because you have Ray Lewis, because you have Sean Taylor. Um, you know, you have a dozen other players. I mean, shit. Creel put Ken Dorsey in his top three for yeah. Miami, which he's not wrong. I, I don't disagree with. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, shit. Jeremy Shockey was a great Miami yeah, player. Yeah. Uh, Kellen Winslow was a great Miami player. The thing that did it for me with Ed Reed was reading the stats and seeing that statistically he's the best safety to ever play for Miami. So whoever's statistically the best safety at Miami is probably the guy. For me, for me, it was you know you consider what Miami was like in that '98 to 2001 range. Mm-hmm. Ed Reed played four years at Miami, which is unheard of for that. I mean, you know that's that's like um, you know a Courtney Upshaw staying four years. That's like Derrick Henry staying four years. Yeah. And in that four year span, he played 45 games. Uh, and intercepted twenty one balls. Yeah, when when he, he was <laughs> on, he was part of one of the the ridiculous run that Miami had in the the two thousands where they came in under uh, Butch Davis. He came in and resurrected the program. They'd been on probation. They yeah. almost exploded. The football team said we're not playing anymore because there were a lot of controversies in the nineties. Uh, so they were under scholarship limitations. He was part of a magical sort of class of players that came right place right time where they were all just outstanding the talent was amazing um and they ended up winning the national championship in 01 uh and he was just an outstanding player so yeah you could put him up against all of the way forest players including mr skinner and his his uh appendage and he would still win so i think he's clearly think the, skin the, flutes the, the word you were looking for moves on <laughs> agreed uh hey gets anything else to add Nope, Ed Reed, bad motherfucker. <laughs> True story. Um, next, we have the eight versus nine matchup, which is Pittsburgh wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald versus North Carolina State and Decatur, Alabama. I think he was Athens. Athens, Alabama yeah. native Philip Rivers. He from Decatur played at Decatur High School first. Daddy transferred as a coach to Athens, then he went to Athens. Oh, Daddy did it. I have to follow Daddy around. <laughs> he tells me what to do. Father of many, Philip Rivers. Right. Father of King Bob. of leaving it in, Philip Rivers. Oh, my God. Um, Don't pull out from under center, Philip Rivers. <laughs> Not calling any new protections, Philip Rivers. <laughs> you really do have a million of them. <laughs> uh, Creel, why, why don't you start us off? This is a this is a close matchup, as close I think as it the will eight get nine is as is as close as it gets in the first round. Um, to me, uh, you know, and we each have our own little way of uh, how we score people. Philip Rivers, giant douchebag, mm-hmm. don't care for the guy. <laughs> so just for that reason alone, and Larry Fitzgerald is is a great player. Larry, Larry Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald is in that commercial where he like calls his mom's answering machine that's passed away. Yeah. Oh yeah. God. Oh. Very very oh. very very sad, oh. but touching. So Larry Fitzgerald is my pick for this matchup. Hankins. Philly Steak was a very good quarterback at North Carolina. I mean, very, or North Carolina State, excuse me, very good Philly quarterback. Philly Steak? Um, mm-hmm. That's what I've always called him, to torture my wife, because she went to high school with him, and I accused her of constantly wishing she'd married Philip Rivers instead of me and saying that she called him Philly Steak. That's, yeah, so, you know. <laughs> That's what I do. That's what gotcha, I do. Gotcha. And often when he's playing, I just yell out, steak. <laughs> but, I mean, he was very good. Um, but Larry Fitzgerald was all-time great. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, he probably should have been ranked higher than eight, you know, just on talent alone. Sure. Um, so, yeah, Larry Fitzgerald. Fitz. Yeah, I mean, I not that it matters because he's, he's already up too, but Fitzgerald for me just because 
I mean, 34 touchdowns in two years is obscene. He had 22 touchdowns in 2003. Um, you know, has representative has has represented Pittsburgh. Um, you know, there's not a lot of competition there, but with you know class and grace, I, I certainly the the best. Uh, best player out of Pittsburgh for the last 25, 26 years, and I'm going to say better than Philip Rivers. The only source of sympathy for Philip Rivers is the year that, what was it, the Chargers had the number one pick, and Eli Manning yeah. had to cry to his daddy, oh, daddy to save him from me. the number one <laughs> yes. pick. And Philip Rivers Daddy said not to play in San Diego. Oh, you don't get the media coverage you deserve in San Diego. You got to go to a big city market like New York. <laughs> that was that was very interesting. It, I don't know how why very ended, good Archie man. It ended up very Jewy at the end, uh-huh. but I you know. Um, well, the moving on to the number five versus number twelve matchup, we have assigned that matchup to Lamar Jackson. And Keenan Reynolds. Lamar Jackson, a lot of good stats, but not a whole lot of wins. Not a whole lot of wins. Not a whole lot of wins. Um, Keenan Reynolds, classy guy. So we salute the veterans here on this podcast, and don't you forget it. Well, some of us do. Right. Some of us take a knee. Mm -hmm. Some of us salute. Um, So for me, I think this, this person will lose in the next round, but I'll go with Lamar Jackson. I... I'm going to, you know, Hankins asked if we had any upsets. Right. And I lied. I'm picking Keenan Reynolds. Okay. All right. I am wearing. A, of course you I'm wearing. I'm wearing a Navy hoodie he right now Navy in my hoodie. support for Keenan. Yeah. I think, you know, obviously there's a little bit lower, lesser competition um, for, uh, with the team's Navy plays. But Keenan Reynolds, I, I've had, I had the opportunity to see him play plenty of times. He is, you know, the all-time leading. Uh, he has the most all-purpose touchdowns. Right. Um, I, I think he played as a man possessed, and I'm leaving it in the hands of Hankins to choose so, who is the better player. To be the ultimate arbiter of this matchup. Lamar Jackson I refuse to let Keenan Reynolds be shut out. Okay. I mean, college football needs the Keenan Reynolds, the Ralph Webbs, those guys that play very well for a school that usually isn't going to be in a national championship picture, those guys that hold things up, they're you know well thought of, they play the game the right way, they play the game the white way, um, college football needs them. But if we're talking about who's the greatest, it's Lamar Jackson and it's not close. So Sean needs to apologize to Lamar's mother, call her up on the phone and be like, sorry, Miss Jackson. Ooh. I am for real. It didn't mean to pick against your son. I apologize <laughs> a trillion times. <laughs> as Lamar much as it, Jackson yes. moves on. Lamar Jackson moves on to round two. Uh, the four versus a 13 matchup is Michael Vick from Virginia Tech versus in-state rival Virginia's Chris Long. This one is tough because I like to look at the whole picture of an athlete. And not Chris Long <laughs> is woke as he is fuck. woke. He, he, he is he's woke very as charitable. Woke. He, he, uh, his whole paycheck this year was for charity, which you know he pubbed a little bit, which I don't like. Didn't he, mm-hmm. didn't he, he also took a knee with those? He took a knee. Protesting, yeah. Um, but Michael Vick. Dog killer, dog raper, dog. I don't think he raped. In in fairness, there were rape machines for those dogs. I don't. Yeah, but he didn't rape them. But he was like, he was supervising it with his hat on and being like, "Mm -hmm, "You get up on there, do a doggy style." Wait a minute, are you telling me? Are you telling me that he was OSHA compliant with a hard hat on in the rape machine area? Well, the rape machines are not. It has been X number of days since the last rape machine related. Right. So he was in charge of that whole thing, and that is a taint on him. He was amazing on the field. Taint misbehaving is what I always but, say. Uh, I know, Hankins, you said you wanted us to let you know if there were going to be any upsets. Uh, I didn't let you know about this one because I'm picking Chris Long because I am woke to animal cruelty, and it should not happen. Oh, my God. We should not promote it. Oh, my we God. We shouldn't promote it, so oh just God. FYI. Just Hankins? I am woke to taking raggedy-ass Virginia Tech to a national championship game. I am woke to us still believing that Frank Beamer was a great coach because he rode a kid's back for four years. I am woke to being so good that your knucklehead brother gets to start. 
And I am woke to y'all should have let this dude alone and let him fight his dogs, Michael Vick. Well, well, well. This is going to be tough for Sean, Sean Majors. This, this is really going to be legitimately test. tough because you, I, you, are, you are a dog lover. I, I, lo- I love dogs. Yeah. I also think that. You love um, that you like dogs. You like the movie and you also like dogs. You know I, that movie, Must Love Dogs? I Must Love, Must Love Dogs. Right. <laughs> which is how we met mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. a Craigslist ad. Mm-hmm. Daddies seeking daddies. Mm-hmm. Um. I am I'm a big fan fan of Chris Long. I, I appreciate his, his his presence on the uh, current political climate that is inseparable from, unfortunately, professional sports these days. Uh, I think Michael Vick got a raw deal. I don't know that he should have been sent to jail for this stuff. I think he probably should have been made to forfeit some payments, some salary, and send that to the ASPCA or to shut down puppy mills or to shut down dog fighting rings or whatever. But of course, don't talk about it. Right. Creel. Um, that being said, if we're on raw talent alone and if this is a, and we have a quarterback versus defensive end matchup right here, we have a rushing quarterback versus defensive end matchup, uh, matchup right here. I think when the ball is snapped, Michael Vick, spins around Chris Long and he goes straight to the end zone of picking Michael Vick as the tight He goes straight to that dog raping machine to make sure it is fully lubed up and functional so he can have... The number three versus 14 matchup is something I hope will not take very long this because th- this is... You're correct. Uh, Deshaun Watson was a unanimous pick for us for Clemson. Man, Titeo, I'm sorry. I Maybe it's because it's been... Six years, goddamn! Uh, since we've seen him, since I've seen him on the collegiate field, um, I don't think I. I think he was an overrated player. Mm-hmm. I think he was an embarrassment for mm-hmm. the school. Um, well, uh, yeah, Manti Teo gets killed because of the championship game. That yeah, the, you, you take the girlfriend, and then that championship game, and that legend is just exploded. Deshaun Watson like, is one and zero against no Alabama. Manti Teo is forty two. <laughs> You know, Manti Teo single-handedly <laughs> yeah. allowed 42 points right. against him. Um, yeah, I think yeah. this one's easy. Yeah, it's Deshaun Watson with the, the asterisk. Like, when you cut a check to charity, don't, like, videotape it on camera. Just cut the check to charity. You don't have to do everything for the gram. But, yes, it is. You don't have to do it for the gram. Deshaun Watson. Uh-huh. For sure. Uh, our 6 versus 11 matchup is an interesting one. Hmm. Mm-hmm. One Matthew Ryan from the Boston College. My third, my third pick from Boston College, by the way, was the TV show Boston Common. Oh, I thought you wanted you were talking about that was that was the, the one funny. about the school <laughs> starring right the dude that guy. I thought you meant for a second Boston uh, Public, which was the lawyer show by David E. Kelly. He also did this one too. Which one was the one with the school? That was Boston Common. No, 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 no. That was Boston. The comedy. school drama, not the school comedy. Oh, Boston comedy is the one with like Lowell, not Lowell, but the goofy white guy who was kind of country, and his sister was going to college in Boston, and he worked like in the gift shop or something. Yeah, that's what you mean. Yes, that's what I mean. What was the name of the school drama? There's Boston, Boston legal, Boston public? common, Boston, Boston public, public, Boston public. Boston public. Okay. Yeah, right. Boston public. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's Terrible. Boston public. Heavy D was the principal, I believe, mm-hmm. in that. Was that Heavy D? I think that was Heavy D who played the principal. Nah. Not principal. He didn't play the principal. No, 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 no. Heavy D played like a custodian who worked in the basement. I feel like yeah, uh, princ- that other black dude was principal. Yeah, the principal was not Heavy D. But do you think Heavy D as the janitor ever saying, now that we found bleach, what are we going to clean? Anthony Clark was the name I don't of know the why you – hang on, 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 hang on. Sean Majors, let me tell you something. And I don't say this lightly. You should have attacked that with a lot more fucking confidence because you had something there, my friend. Don't you ever trail off back out on something that strong. You had it. I was I was ready to let that breathe, and you pulled out. You did the anti-Philip Rivers. You pulled out. pulled out. I'm here to tell you, do like Philly steak. You leave it in. Got to leave it in. Got to leave it in. Uh, well, thank you very much, Hankins. That well, means a lot coming from you. Back to the matchup. It's Boston College's Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan versus perhaps the only – well, 
Marvin Harrison was, of course, very good in college as well. Spent a number of years as Peyton Manning's, uh, one of fav- Peyton Manning's favorite targets, but Donovan McNabb was our unanimous choice. And also, did not we did not know this at the time, but is hard as fuck. Marvin Harrison is not to be trifled with. Really? Yeah, you remember he they, he killed that guy, and then that thing just went away. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's Don't right. say my name. <laughs> <laughs> Marvin ain't done shit. So, <laughs> keep Marvin out of it. <laughs> I can't hear the first name Marvin without hearing John Travolta's voice saying, oh, shit, I, I shot Marvin. <laughs> <laughs> Which you'll never hear said around Marvin Harris. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Donovan McNabb spent four years at Syracuse. Um... 77 to 26 touchdown to interception ratio had a, had a lifetime quarterback rating of 155.1 at Syracuse. Matt Ryan, of course, is the more recent uh, grad. What were his stats? Uh, I'm so glad you asked. Matt Matt Ryan's stats in college also played four years. 126.2 quarterback rating, Ooh. 20, uh, 56 to 37 Ooh. TD to interception ratio. And he lost the Super Bowl when they were up 28 to 3. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So. Threw up. Um, oh, no, that was the other one. And I mean, <laughs> Both of them had spectacular Super Bowl yeah, losses just, to McNabb the Yeah, McNabb also Patriots. lost to the Patriots, and, but what, not, in a, not in as spectacularly of a failure. Matt Ryan really played I don't know, Not in as spectacular of a failure, but Matt Ryan didn't throw up in the huddle during the final drive that could have won the game. I don't know, guys. This one is tough. Do they have Super Bowls in college now, guys? Come on. What are we talking about? Because we're talking about two losers of the Super Bowl. Capital L mm-hmm. on losers. Uh, Big L's. I know, Hankins, you, you told us not to, tell, to let you know in advance if there are any upsets, and we totally dropped the ball. I'm going to pick McNabb. Mm-hmm. I... The reason I ask that question was because of this matchup. That's fantastic. Because I, too... And picking Donovan McNabb. Okay, all right. I was actually going to as well. Wow. <laughs> oh wow! First upset three, in the I think Donovan McNabb, Donovan McNabb, and in his time, changed how we looked at the position. He gets lost in the shuffle because of Vic and because the mobile quarterback um, has become so predominant. Is that the right word? I've had trouble talking today, guys. Just going to let you know in on that. I right think now. you're doing fine. Um, has has but that has been the the prime real estate position for college football. Um, but Donovan McNabb was sort of the prototype of that kind of quarterback, and he made it successful. Man, he when he was on point, he had the carrier dome. Is that right? Yeah, jumping. I mean, they were. We saw Syracuse football on TV for the first time in forever because of Donovan McNabb. Yeah, you're right, Hankinson. I do have a follow up. Uh, do you you know how I don't like people saying tweenament? What do you feel about people saying yes. Syracuse? Oh, don't like it. Don't like it. Don't care for that. No. Me either. Mm-mm. So that Mm-mm. was the Just... first upset. Uh, Donovan Matt And a big Nab. one. Yeah, that 11 over 6 matchup. So we will move to the next game in the bracket, which is from Georgia Tech, Calvin Johnson, and from North Carolina, Julius Peppers. What is your take on this? We've got an offense a receiver versus a... Defensive player, what are your thoughts? Man, when I first looked at this, I thought, oh, it's a lock. I mean, one of them has a cool nickname. The other has giant ears and kind of looks like Popeye Jones. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, one of them was, without question, the first name we thought of when we thought of that college. At least for me, it was. Right. The very first name that came to mind when I thought of that college. For the other, I had to... You know, Google around and, and kind of look at some people and see. I, I remember that North Carolina had a really good tight end one year and receiver. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There were a couple of quarterbacks that were pretty good. Uh, you know, Bitch Trashitsky <laughs> played there. Um, um, and then I, as I'm going down, I see this name pop up. And I'm like, oh, yeah, Julius Peppers was very good. Um, so this is a tough one. But for me, and it really comes down to a couple things. If Calvin Johnson had played virtually anywhere else in the country, he would probably be in the conversation with Deshaun Watson on this sure, list. Yeah. But he didn't. 
He played at Georgia Tech that Sean was so great in telling me did not run the option when he was there, I guess. (laughs) But Georgia Tech was not um, a powerhouse, and their offense was not great. I'm sure he played with Reggie Ball because everybody who played at Georgia Tech since, I don't know, uh, 1978 played with Reggie Ball. Um, But I picked Julius Peppers because I think he was just – that much better because he got to play every down and and get after it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, my pick here is Calvin Johnson. Oh, so we're going to be up to Sean to, to be the judge don't on do this. do that to me, man. Um, <coughs> I, I hate... Be- I, before you pick, did you let Hankins know that there were going to be any upset? That was, <laughs> <laughs> we had to get that. He had to know before we got Hankins, going. Hankins, um, Hankins makes an excellent, an excellent uh, case for Julius Peppers. I think he is the original, uh, you know, defensive end that that everybody talks. about. Oh, this guy's going to be a top three pick in the draft this year. Uh, you know, in in this time period, you know. Yeah, you're right. He was kind of the reason for the season. On he that was one. he was the you know precursor to Mo, uh, Mo Williams, who was drafted the night before the draft somehow uh, by the Houston Texans. Um, you know the. Are y'all that cool that you call him Mo? Is is that how tight y'all are? His his name was always Mo Williams. That was Mario. It's Mo Williams played basketball for Alabama. Well tied and the Jets. <laughs> Mario Williams played defensive lineman for North Carolina. State. I also call Samuel L. Jackson Sam Jackson. Mm-hmm. Who's mm. got the time, man? You're saving three syllables. You are a little bit, yeah. Uh, I gotta pick Calvin Johnson. I think no upset. You yeah. know, I, I think there's a couple things that that are you know subconsciously affecting that decision. Offense versus defense. Uh, the pro pro careers. It is very difficult. Um, I think that. And I don't know that it's that it's by a hair. I think Calvin Johnson mm-hmm. was meant so wow. meant so much to that program and will be remembered more at Georgia Tech than North Carolina. Yeah, than, yeah. Than Peppers in yeah. North Carolina. So we are almost done with the first round. There's well, one, one of them one quit more. on his team. The other one is still in the league. But still, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Calvin Johnson did retire very, very early. Um, but, you know, that's because he had to catch fucking passes from Jason Isbell. So. <laughs> Rounding out the the first round is our number two versus fifteen matchup. Uh, Warwick Dunn versus Thaddeus Lewis, Civil War general. Uh, Warwick Dunn, just Warwick Dunn, <laughs> Warwick Dunn. It's Let's just stop. Yeah, Let's dispense with the monkey shine. The, mm-hmm. Warwick the Dunn. more the, the there was more conversation on who comes who out of the state yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's do this in a serpentine fashion. Okay. Warwick Dunn versus Calvin Johnson. Uh, I'll go with Warwick Dunn. Warwick Dunn. Moving on. For me, for me. Warwick Dunn for Creel. For me. Hands down, Warwick Dunn. Hankins? (sighs) Warwick Dunn. Yeah, it's done for me. I I was tempted to pick Johnson. Yeah, no, no. That's fair. But not that it matters. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our number it's number three versus number 11... Quarterback versus quarterback. Quarterback versus quarterback. Deshaun Watson versus Donovan McNabb. Uh, for me, it's it's easy. It's about wins, baby. Rings, That's baby. Sports, baby. Baby. So Deshaun Watson for me. I'm gonna go Watson as well. Nuclear weapon, Deshaun Watson. Wow. So wow. All right. All right. Yeah. Number five. Versus number four, mm-hmm. the no upset region. Yeah, this is this was all chalk in the upper <laughs> half of the bracket. Straight chalk, baby. Michael Vick versus Lamar Johnson. This is an interesting matchup. Lamar Johnson's not a person. Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> For me, Lamar Alexander, number two. On the Lamar. one hand, I got I got a loser and Lamar Jackson. Capital L. You can't spell Lamar without. The L that's also a word loser. <laughs> that's Lamar, shit. and then you have dog aficionado slash rapist. Aficionado. He he was. You have the founder of Dog Aficionado magazine, Mike Vick. Um, I didn't want to pick Mike Vick to begin with, but I'm kind of reconsidering it here uh, because Chris Long could have. Yeah. Man, God. if only I pick Chris Long. 
Uh, this one's tough. This one's tough. And I hate doing it, but I'm going to go Mike Vick. This is probably the best matchup we're going to get. I think so, too. I mean, like, this is the prototype versus sort of the final form when you get right down to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's Michael Vick being number one, and then I think the evolution as a better passer, a taller person, <laughs> faster, um, Lamar Jackson. But Creel is right. Virginia Tech to the national championship game cannot be understated. Think about all the times that it looked like they were going to get close and they didn't. And the only time that they got to the game was with Michael Vick. He made that program relevant. And for all that, I will say Lamar Jackson because I don't know that I've been more impressed by the physical talents of any offensive player in my life than Lamar Jackson. Interesting. So it's all up to Sean. We have one vote for a dog killer, one vote for a program killer in Lamar Jackson. Well, so For me, this decision is very rough. <laughs> Am I barking up the wrong tree here? <laughs> Do I need to get you on a leash? But for me, I'm going to give Michael Vick due claws up. Why'd you say do? Because <laughs> the... the, the you know, you know how dogs and cats have those claws like on their fucking oh, wrists. Are those are dude claws. Ridiculous. D-E-W. This is ridiculous. <laughs> wow. Hey, fat so, girl, are you ticklish? So Michael Vick, the four seed advances. <laughs> the four semifinals. seed advances over Lamar Jackson. Wow. Mm. Mm. God, there's such a disconnect with you guys and Lamar Jackson, but you really value wins. Well, heck, and you know what? I, wanted, I respect your I wanted Vick p- out. Position. And I thought he was going to be a danger. If, if you don't get him out early, he's just going to keep killing dogs. <laughs> I, I tried to warn you guys. He has his ultimate solution in his head of, of this dog ring on every corner. I wanted to shut it down day one. You're like, no, just, just it's, he's, on, he's on his side of town. It won't spread. Don't worry. And look what's happened. He's spread all the way to the semifinals. He is in the semifinals. Um, wow. And you know what? That's probably right. I mean, Vic revolutionized the position. Certainly in the conference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the last two rounds have been four black mobile quarterbacks. Well, except for Warkdown. Hmm. No, last two. Uh, oh, I thought four. you said last four matches. No. Sorry, 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 sorry. Um, our final round... Or our final matchup of round two is Ed Reed versus Larry Fitzgerald. Now, this is a dream matchup. Uh, Ooh, a, good lord. A defensive back, safety versus a wide receiver. Who would win? Wow. That's a tough one, but I got to go Ed Reed. Damn. Ed Reed. And how do All you day, judge it? Do you day. judge of who is who is the quarterback? I think you could give, uh, give him Joe Montana uh, and Larry Fitzgerald versus Ed Reed. Ed Reed would win. I think you could give him... Uh, Brody Croyle and Larry Fitzgerald versus Ed Reed. Ed Reed would win. So, Ed Reed, my winner. I also believe reading is fundamental. Yeah. And I choose Reed. Hank is not to take any away anything away from your decision, but please proceed. Uh, it is Larry Fitzgerald is amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's really good. But if I was starting, if I'm a recruiter right now and I got to go find one guy, if you tell me there's one guy that I can have that can kind of change the direction of my program out of those two, I'd pick Ed Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Ed Reed looks like a football player. I mean, like, he is just the prototypical football player. And Larry Fitzgerald can't hit you, and that's always something that's going to go far with me. Yeah. So this is interesting. So we have four players remaining. We have a decent defensive back, you know, safety. We have a quarterback. We have two, two quarterbacks. quarterbacks and a running back. So three offense and one defense in the final four. So where are we starting, at the top or the bottom? Which matchup? I th- you know, we're in that serpentine. We're in that serpentine, in that so serpentine Ed fashion. Ed Reed, the first seed versus Michael Vick, versus Michael the fourth Vick. seed. Now, I tried to shut Michael Vick down, and y'all let him spread all you let the way him go to the semifinals. Far. He's it, he revolutionized the position of quarterback, um, but Ed Reed, I think he could shut him down. He would shut down that dog ring. Dog, I, no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts. If he was the uh, constable at the court, or constable, 
<laughs> he would have shut this thing down before the rape machines got in motion. Jesus Christ. Before he started castrating, you know, the impotent. Where can I buy? Where can I buy a rape machine? Uh, I think like you go to the Virginia County. I would. I wish I fucking picked Chris Log in the first round so that we didn't have to fucking talk about this for the next. All right, all right. So, so I, I'm done with Vic. He's done. Ed Reed for me. Hankins, go ahead. After seeing. Man, I just I can't shake. Ed Reed is one of the best defensive players I've ever seen. Ed Reed. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, you know, if he wins the ACC, to continue to see where he lands on yeah, our yeah. on our our vinyl round. Right. Um, and, and one of these any anybody who has an advance could be a wild card. Yeah, maybe, maybe they got a rough sure. round one Absolutely. draw. So, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. that's true. And, that is true. And I think that you know. Even if this is like a a proverbial one on one matchup, sure. Versus Reed and Vic, mm-hmm. I think Reed would be trouble for Vic in zone coverage. I think he would probably sack Vic half the times he was sent on a blitz. So, I th- yeah. End of the day, I think Ed Reed wins that battle one on one. I think you're right. And then just from the stats, from the off the field stuff. Um, what is the off the field stuff with Michael Vick? I forgot. Uh, I think he's married with a kid. Parking is tickets, okay I think. Yeah, yeah, he's a family man. Tickets. Family man. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, moving on uh, to choose the individual who mm. meets Ed Reed in the finals. Deshaun Watson versus Warwick Dunn. Uh, this is a fucking blowout, boys. Yeah. This ain't even close. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, I th- Deshaun Watson mm-hmm, mm-hmm. runs all over. I mean, the problem with us and Deshaun Watson is we got to see his greatest two games against our team <laughs> in the national championship game. So it's going to be hard for us as individuals to shake that off. Like we witnessed it firsthand. I saw all these people play, obviously, but you know, I was most. Uh, most focus on what Deshaun Watson did to me personally. And never one time when Alabama played Clemson did I think that we had the game in hand because number four was on the other side of the field. Hell, when Alabama played Clemson this year, when Deshaun Watson wasn't even there or not even in the game, I was still a little shaken up yeah. just because of what the ghost of Deshaun Watson, Deshaun Watson might do. So for me, it's Deshaun Watson in a landslide. Yeah, I was uh, lucky enough when I was in fifth grade to go to a Florida State game and see Warwick Dunn play. I don't remember much about the game. Florida State beat Wake Forest like 50 to nothing. Um, so he was, was Riley Skinner there? He was not there. He was, you know. Riley Skinner smack you in the mouth with his big old hand. God, I wish. Uh, but I did see Warwick <laughs> Dunn play that day. It was a rainy day. I don't remember what he did. Uh, but yeah, Deshaun Watson, uh, just like Hankin said, the ghost of him will forever uh, haunt Alabama and you know every other team in the ACC. Uh, you know they'll build a statue of him in Clemson eventually, and you know he'll keep making sure he's posting those grams of him cutting a check to the cafeteria worker at the Superdome or whatever in, in Houston because uh, of the flood. Uh, so even though work done, classy, classy charity, classy guy. Deshaun Watson, the better football player. Wow! So, so football wins over just barely, just charitable promotion, just barely promotion of charity. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, uh, that was an upset. Oh, we forgot to clear that with Hankins. Three out of two, uh, and and it happened in the last fifteen years. Yeah, he's he's like a two year old player. Warwick Dunn is like twenty five years <sighs> old. So uh, Hankins, yeah, I don't. We need to shut this whole thing down. <laughs> You were clear last year. If it's not 15 years old, it ain't worth talking about. <laughs> Fuck Sour Apple. Right. <laughs> well, we are here, gentlemen, in the final round of the... We've done a good job of getting to the... the I think this is the marquee matchup. And let me just let y'all behind the curtain. There was no planning of getting to this matchup. No. Like, no we didn't no, set no. this up. We didn't talk offline about what would make no. the best fight. None of that shit. This happened organically. And I was legitimately concerned by me ranking these 1 through 16 teams that this was just going to be, you know. It would one be like a 1 versus 2 at you know, the end or something. Which we did end up with Almost, 1, 2, 3, yeah. 4. But at the same time, 
Um, if you were to ask me without thinking, would Deshaun Watson make the finals? I would say probably not. Yeah, because there's a lot of great really? players in the ACC. A lot of great players sure, in the ACC, sure. and you know what? I mean, shit, Miami alone. Ray Lewis, Sean Taylor, yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, a lot of talent. Well, our final... Match- I think Miami's... Pro- well, I mean, Ed Reed got to the final. Miami's problem is, in the last 25 years, they haven't had an offensive juggernaut. It's been a little bit by committee. You know, Ken Dorsey was great as a quarterback, but... Yeah. It was that defense that carried him. So, yeah, it was always going to be a defensive guy for me. I mean, when your Heisman winning quarterback in the last twenty five years is Gino Toretta. Did Dorsey not win it too? No, he he was like in the finals or something, but he didn't win it. Okay, he also played, I believe, linebacker for the San Francisco Forty Niners. He was drafted by the Forty Niners. So we are left with one versus three: Ed Reed versus Deshaun Watson. I am going to. I'm gonna take last on this. Okay, I'll, I'll go because first because I don't think right. I don't think I'm gonna be a tiebreaker. But right. you guys go ahead. I will go first, and luckily I was able to see one of these players live in action. My brother was a student at Florida State in 2001. I went down there for the Florida State Miami game. Uh, this was the year where Miami, the year before they got shot out of the national championship game, they beat in Florida State, but they had a loss to Washington in 2000, and so uh, they weren't able to play Oklahoma for the national championship. So 01 was their redemption year. It was the year where they destroyed everybody, including Florida State, who had not been, who'd been king of the mountain for a long, long time. And they came into Tallahassee and won 49-27. to Jesus. Uh, and Ed Reed and that defense was annihilating that day. Florida State got some garbage touchdowns at the end. I got to see him play. Uh... I know Deshaun Watson will, I guess, not haunt my dreams anymore because turning around this last championship uh, and winning it this year got that bad taste out of my mouth. But I have never recovered from Ed Reed and that Miami 0-1 stomping. So I'm going to pick Ed Reed. That's my pick. Let's hear what Hankins has to say. I think that Ed Reed is one of the greatest college football players of all time. To be the standout that we all picked from that Miami defense, that one of them is heralded as the greatest defense ever on one of the greatest teams ever. For him to beat out Ray Lewis, who is synonymous with excellent defense. You know, he was a MVP of the Super Bowl. He beat out Ray Lewis in this list, and I think rightfully so. I think he was a better college player. To be the greatest safety in the history of Miami is incredible. That being said, winning a national championship at shitty-ass Clemson, South Carolina against the, 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 against the most dominant force in the last, what, 30 years in football in Alabama, to rightfully, to rightfully Deshaun Watson beat Alabama twice because we never stopped him. Um, even in the first game that we won, we didn't stop Deshaun Watson, and he made it very interesting at the end. I think Ed Reed has a path back into this tournament and can make some noise, wow. but for my mm. pick, wow. it is number four. Wow. It's Deshaun Watson. Wow, you didn't clear us with this upset beforehand like you wanted us to do like in writing in blood, so that's a shock. That is a shock. <laughs> Hankins, Hankins makes a uh, some very, very good um, – very good, uh, a very good case for Watson. I was not expecting to be a tiebreaker on this. Yeah. I, I, I did not want to take the spotlight here. Um, you are right, Hankins, that winning a national championship at Clemson is not an easy feat. It's you know, Jake Coker won a national championship at Alabama. Mm-hmm, he's mm-hmm. he's not going to be anywhere near the top ten of Alabama players mm-hmm. in the past twenty five years. Mm-hmm. Um, his on the field stuff speaks for itself. His in front of camera charitable contributions also speak for themselves. <laughs> they speak loudly. <laughs> they are a negative against it. <laughs> um, I think what you said about Ed Reed um, having a path back into this in the field of eight mm-hmm, when mm-hmm. we get to it is 
absolutely correct, and that is exactly what I feel about Deshaun Watson. <gasps> I am going to pick. Wow. I think when you talk about, there's a reason why Ed Reed was the unanimous pick out of Miami for for us. You know, he beat out Sean Taylor. He beat out uh, 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 Vince Wilfork. He beat out Warren Sapp. Mm-hmm. He beat out, um, you know, Clinton Portis, Willis yeah. McGahee. Like, you know, all of these people were... Jeremy Shockey. Jeremy yeah. Shockey. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. All of these people were, were not even thinking of... I mean, that 2000, 2001, those two teams alone. I mean, I just remember being an Alabama fan during those times and, you know worrying about playing LSU because they were so fast and so hard and, 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 and looked like a professional team. And if you hold up 2001 LSU to 2001 Miami, I mean, that looks like peewee football to, mm-hmm. you know, League of Legends, uh, like mm-hmm. National mm-hmm. Football League yeah. Hall of Fame. And Ed Reed, I think, is is that is w- – without him, you know, uh, they'll still probably be there, but – that doesn't take away. But there's a giant hole in that defense if Ed Reed is not filling it. No, you're right. I can't think of a more historical team that I would not want to play with one of my teams yeah. than that Miami team. So, no, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, we will leave it up to Sherlock Holmes to find where to put Mr. Watson <laughs> and the rest of the tournament. That's... Stop, the, look, stop the podcast. Sean, do the stuff. We can't top that. Go. <laughs> Um, we, that, so that is it. Ed Reed won the very first conference. Hankins, I, I don't think we have anything to worry about this, uh, s- segment being a flop. Um, we are going to, we haven't decided the next conference we're going to take on next week. Um, we might fit in two if we decide we're just not going to talk that much, you know, um, about a, a couple conferences, but... I think it's going to be interesting for, you know, each one of us are going to have to pick somebody different. Deshaun Watson might be Hankins' pick. It might be mine, hell. Um, But this has been episode 60 of Throw the Flag. If you're listening by now, you know of all the ways you can reach us. If you like what we're doing, give us money at patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N slash T-T-F. Reach us at Throw the flag network at gmail.com. And hey guys, keep football.